All right. Hey, everybody. I'm Spencer. That's our licensed clinical therapist, Nas. You're damn right. All right. And then, of course, here's our special guest for today, Salim. Howdy, everybody. Howdy. Howdy. How's that, Pat? We're popping, Pat. All right. And this is Chiver the different Spectrums podcast. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> We talk about movies and shows and uh, mental health aspects surrounding them. We also have some laughs, so don't take us too seriously. Jesus. Squidward. (laughs) And then don't forget to run up those likes for us. Uh, We'd really appreciate it. Uh, Today, for the show, we're going to be talking about a scene from I Now Pronounce You, Chuck and Larry. It's like a circle. Thick. I feel like a thick. It's a circle. Thick. Mm-hmm. Mandy's like a thick. Like a banana. <laughs> well, Slim's dead. Banana. <laughs> like a banana. Okay, then. <laughs> it's good. Uh, so, yeah, so today we're going to be talking about the scene of where Rob Schneider explains how marriage is just like a thick. It's never ending. Chuck and Larry are getting married. Yes. In Vancouver, I think. I think it's like something like I think it's Canada. Something yeah, I think like that. I think that makes sense. I think it is. Um but yeah, so we're gonna be taking a look at that scene. Nazir, anything before we get into the clip? So I love bringing up this scene. Hilarious about the circle. I use it a lot when we're talking about anxiety and like spiraling, shame, guilt, just like circling the drain of all these negative emotions. But if we talk about for real, for real, this was the first movie and I realized that you could marry your best friend. And so I've been slowly praying that Colin would be single in his 40s and then I can marry him. You're like, hey, man, you know you're not going to get with somebody else. Just get yep. with me, man. Like... Yep. So that would make me your gay brother? <laughs> no, why would you? <laughs> yeah. No, you would be. I'm not even gay. Yeah. But like I would marry him because I, you know, I wanted. To, I don't know how to explain this to. Her. I don't sound super gay. <laughs> but you would never be my gay. I would. You would be my brother. I would be the possibly gay for marrying another man, which is pretty gay. <laughs> if you marry a man, gay. I guess. I guess technically, if you marry another man, you could be gay. I think I, in the oh gay community, yeah. if you oh marry another man, you're gay. So okay. there's no one well, to worry about that. I mean, I'll ask Google. <laughs> Wait, Google. am I the gay one? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I'm going to have to send this right to Colin. He's even like, what? I'm going to send it right to his dad. <laughs> I knew yeah, something was I up did. with him. I knew it. <laughs> I never liked him. Um, oh my god! All jokes aside, uh, Colin's dad yes. is super awesome, uh, awesome dude. So, um, but yeah, man, I remember being young, man. I was like, you can, you can just live with your best friend and not have to put up with any crazy ass other people. I don't want to. <laughs> I wonder where he's going with that one. <laughs> Women scare me. <laughs> um okay we'll be diving uh, into that for this podcast 
Yeah. Why do oh, women scare you nuts? Well, it started when my mom brought out the bill. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Um, so yeah, all jokes aside, we're gonna have some fun with this pod. Remember, anytime we have Salim on a pod, we're gonna have some fun. So uh, we are gonna try and touch on some some therapy stuff though. So as we get into stuff, please check out the socials. We just started this weird YouTube shorts thing now. It's like a reel and a TikTok. Uh, hopefully, we can bring up some more subscribers with that. Please, please, please subscribe and enjoy the 30-second ad. And then we're going to get right back at it. Circle. Hey, it's Boo-boo. a circle. <laughs> like a creepy-ass clown. <laughs> That's pretty much what he is, so. Oh, circle. Stupid cow, I say. Hey, may I help you? Yes, uh, we're, uh, we're, um... Gay? Yeah, we're, uh, marrying each other. Gay. Civil or religious? Religious. I'm Jewish. I don't want to piss my mother off. I'm Catholic. I don't want to piss Mel Gibson off. Religious is more expensive. We have to hire a clergyman. You know what? We'll just do civil then, okay? Will you at least wear a yarmulke? Yeah, okay, sure. It's important. Yeah, I will. Um, We want a traditional wedding, too. One with a lot of photographs for evidence. Evidence for our future children, so they can see what a beautiful chapel this yeah. is. That's nice. I think Chubb Rock needs a dress, am uh, I right? That's okay, no. Come on, okay. no? no? What size? Five times XL? Uh, no, no, that's, that's fine, really. I'm, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go with the tux. Like uh, Liza Minnelli, I saw her wear one at the Oscars. And it's just at least gonna... have guard belts underneath, please. Okay. You will need to have a witness. We're gonna supply one for $100. $100 hairs? It's a lot of doll hairs. Oh, come again? Do dolls come with that many hairs? <laughs> doll hairs, doll, doll hairs. Doll hairs? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he likes that. Yeah. Oh, I never heard that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. Can I write that down? <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll get our own witness, by the way, so yeah. don't worry about that. Will you be needing a loom? What? A loom? For romantic time together. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, um, no, we're good. We, uh, we'll take two looms, by the way. Yeah, we, we're old-fashioned. Oh, very nice. Hey, I will give you a key in case you want to sneak. That's okay, yeah. But I'll give you a key. Okay. Do you have the links? Yeah. Now, the links are a symbol of eternity. Because in the link, there is no beginning. There is no end. Because it's a circle. That's kind of nice. It's not like a triangle. Triangle has like a corner and the ends. This one is a circle. Okay, we get it. Three corners. Please exchange the links. All right, take that. Thanks. It's a promise of your love forever together. Beautiful. For all eternity. Because it's a circle. Yeah, we heard about the circle. Yes, we're familiar with shapes. Hey. I now pronounce you. Husband and husband. You may kiss the husband. 
We got through it. Kiss the husband. Yeah, we heard you. Let's go take a picture. We just gotta do this. Mm-hmm. That's how we roll in our house, baby. Hell yeah. Oh. Oh. Could you do me? Oh, you couldn't handle it, little man. Hey. Yeah. I think your witness is himself. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. So before we get into it, please subscribe and get notified of when we actually post our videos. Yeah, hit the button. Because then you'll know. You'll know when things are posted. We have some nice videos coming up. We have uh, the replacements. Also, Talladega Nights. Yep. Will Ferrell. Got some funny ones. Then we have some more serious ones coming up as well. So please hit that subscribe button. And so then you can get notified of when we actually post them. So Appreciate it. Yeah, please. Mm-hmm. And with that, let's get back into it. Uh, we just watched a clip from I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. And uh, so this movie is all about two firefighters who uh, want to get married because uh, I think it was Chuck. I want to say Chuck. I think it's Chuck. I think it's Kevin James. It's Kevin James's character. Yeah. He wants to, um, he needs benefits for his kids because his wife died. And so he doesn't have any more benefits. Um, they're both firefighters. And so um, he asked Kevin James, asked Sam Sandler, like, hey, how about this? We can get married and then I can have the benefits. And it, it'll be like, you know, we're just friends, but we're married. Yeah. You know? That's yeah. all I want. Yeah, I know that's all you want. He'll do it one day. Colin will do it. Don't worry. I know. We just got to <laughs> push Heller off a bridge or something. We'll figure it out. All right. And uh, so, yeah, so both firefighters and they both go through obstacles and learning more about uh, the gay community and kind of what it means to be gay. Right. And some difficulties going into that, especially firefighters since it's more of a masculine yep. masculine job and so being gay a lot of people kind of throw you out in the street for that yeah they feminize a lot of anything that's gay or not masculine or macho right also this was this did come out in like what 2008 2009 something Dude, like not 2007 i just looked it up oh wow 2007 there you go yep. so you know it's more this is this movie kind of has a little bit more of a mainstream feel to it. Um, and you don't really get that. We talked about this, me and Nas, about how not a lot of comedies had uh, a lot of, you know, gay um, kind of, I guess, themes to it. No. And um, and so we're kind of just when we first saw this, it's like, oh, OK, so this is what it is. But then they also have a serious tone to it. So kind of like that about the movie. Um but yeah, so getting into the scene, it's like a circle. Like a circle. There it is. So I'm dozing off for a second. I had to bring him back. I had to bring him back. <laughs> uh, Nazir, what do you think about this scene? Uh, yeah, so like you were saying about the show just in general, um, mm -hmm. I didn't remember seeing any 
pro-gay things or anything about gay folk, queer folk in general, not in 2007. Now that that's a thing, you can see it. Yeah. Right. Even on the new show, The Last of Us, that just dropped. Right. That scene, a lot of people were super, still super angry about it because the character uh, was gay. Uh, the, mm-hmm. I forgot the main character's name. It's the kind of angry old dude from. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What's Parks that old and dude's? Rec. Yeah, Parks yeah. and Rec. Um, yeah. But yeah, in 2007 was the thing. Now it should be stated that they are both right straight males that married each other. But then they have to act as gay, and so there could be some weird stuff about that. Um, And then they go, like, through this cycle of, right, kind of definitely being homophobic (laughs) themselves. And Kevin James' son is also gay. They don't explicitly say it, but, you know. Yeah, so we'll just go more, let's say, more feminine, whatever that means. Uh, And then their daughter's more masculine, and whatever that can mean in this connotations, right? The genders are switched there. And so you see this where they're trying to pass some things down. And it's a complex movie where one individual, I feel like, can learn and grow. Uh, mm-hmm. You could be in this more homophobic place and then be like, oh, what's going on? And then you start to build the empathy. So there's a scene that we may or may not show um, where they're outside that nightclub or when they're before, right before they go get to get married. Right. There's so many extreme, bigoted, homophobic things that are said. And by the end of it, you know, a lot of things start to happen. They end up becoming more allies. They're such allies that some other folks in the fire department come out as gay, right? So there's just a lot of movement that happens in the show. Getting into this specific scene, though. Now, this scene with my neurodivergent ass, I just... Anytime anyone says circle, in my mind, I'm like, it's like a circle. It's just, it's it, it never ending. And it's not like square. But <laughs> And I remember I brought this up to Tara. So every yeah. single time I'll say circle or someone will say circle, she'll just literally pull up her hand and start drawing. <laughs> Even if you just say it in a random conversation, you're just like, oh, yeah, it's a really nice day. Circle. <laughs> tormenting her Um, and so you're like okay how often do people actually say circle Uh, not too often but in therapy it comes up a little bit when we're talking about looping so a lot of us with anxiety will loop and loop and loop and loop in the same thoughts Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and throw myself under the bus here uh, because you never I never really know how I'm going to go with these pods but mm-hmm. uh, me and Spence just shot a video on Monday, and we were talking about ADHD and how people mess up, and you get into like the shame spiral. And then what do I do? Turns out I didn't record the full hour show, and me and him just had a really good talk about Rocky for a full hour. Hey, always appreciate those talks. Always a good talk. I was so mad. I was infuriated. I was like shaking and tense at the same time. And I like wanted to rip something. Then I was like demeaning myself because I just wasted my time and his time. I think it was, we got down, I think, at probably midnight, 11.30. I don't think I went to sleep to two just because I was wound up. Mm-hmm. Well, cranked up. Got to go to the arcade. New girl reference. <laughs> um, and so I just went in that circle, man, that spiral. You just keep going, 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 and going. Thankfully, my self-concept and image confidence is pretty high. So something like mm-hmm. that can roll off my back after a little bit. I got other humans working. 
And so I wanted to bring it up because of this, that feudal cycle. Cycle, circle, mm-hmm. right? It just keeps going. Because love, it's infinite. <sighs> it's just going to yes. keep going and going and going. I going feel going. the same way, Salim. Just like, it's just like an energizer bunny. Just like Salim in the bathroom. It just keeps going and going. <laughs> yeah. What's this guy doing with me in the bathroom? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> it's like, why do I get picked up? Up three thirty again. Here we go. <laughs> I gotta go to work. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we'll get into some of the anxiety and spirals and feudal cycles in a few seconds. So that's why I wanted to bring up the scene, though. Very good example. Having some fun, and maybe yes. you can use this scene to be like, wait a minute now. Maybe I don't need to go in this direction. Maybe I'm, I'm bullshitting myself. I need to back out, step out, do something, get out of this mindset. Mm-hmm. So that's why I brought it up. Okay. Uh, and then remember, as I said before, this just taught me something completely new about men, about mm-hmm. emotions, about care, about empathy, about two men hugging each other and like possibly marrying each other. That was not like a thing, right? Gay marriage equality. That didn't get passed until I was, until I was in college, maybe even graduate school. All right. This is two, 2007 yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. And there's still some places that are yeah trying to not recognize it. Correct. So uh, that's what I said, man. It's an interesting movie. Uh, right. But yeah. Funny scene. It's just a funny scene and I love it so much. It is. Uh, Salim. Before we go to Spence, do you? So you've never seen the movie? I think I've seen it a couple of times with some friends of mine, but I don't remember all of it. No, do you remember no. this scene? Mm-hmm. I don't recall the circle part. I only remember the part where he walked up to the guy's house and started talking to him or something like that. That's all I remember. Are you talking about the detective, or are you talking about the mailman? Because the mailman scene's pretty <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Like, hey, yeah, I I'm think it was when it. I'm pretty sure it was like the mailman Walker told it. I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen the whole show, <laughs> uh, seen the movie, so I don't remember any. I don't remember clips of it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, interesting. So the uh, circle I'm part. Go, I might have to go back and rewatch it because. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not sure about the whole. It's fine. Do you ever? Do you movie. ever catch yourself running in circles, Slim, in your thoughts yeah. or in your mind? I think I do that all the time. You do? <laughs> yeah. My mind's my mind's always going in circles every time. Yeah? Yep. How do you walk then? If you just you just walk in circles? I feel like I'm going backtracking. Backtracking? You mean backpacking? <laughs> I don't know. My mind's always running around in circles though. Where's your mind going, Salim? Where where does it go? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't found out yet. Oh, self discovery. I like it. Yeah, I know Salim will. He'll loop with me and pops all the time because he gets like one thing in his head, so then he'll tell you like five different times. So pops will tell you he comes out of his room like multiple times Mm -hmm. a day. Well, I got work at you know six o'clock. And I gotta leave by yeah. you know I gotta get ready by three and then you know by you know by four forty six I gotta get ready and then if I, you know I leave by four fifty six and then I'll be there by five fifteen when five fifteen I'm playing my phone and by five thirty right and Slim will go through that yeah. with you multiple times. 
Mm-hmm. He does it with me all the time where he'll loop. Uh, and I think a lot of folks mm-hmm. that are neurodivergent don't know that they loop. Mm-hmm. And they'll tell you the same thing over and over and over as a preparation, right? Because mm-hmm. there's this anxiety or this uh, excitement. So they'll just kind of give you the play-by-play. They'll give you the Tony Romo in your mind. I, I bring up Tony Romo because everyone hates him right now. It's weird. Do they? Yeah. Everyone wants to hate, hate someone him? about it. Every, everyone hates everyone. I thought he was, he's been doing pretty good. I always thought it was good because he knows the plays before they even happen. But people yeah. don't like how he, like, how he school, like schoolgirl drools over some of the players and stuff like that. There are some people like that, especially for like Aaron Rodgers and shit. Yeah. Just like, it's intense. Calm down. Yep, yep. It's intense. Uh, but yeah, I get it. So, yeah. What about you, Spence? What do you think about the scene? And do you ever do any circling? <laughs> um, first off, Rob Schneider. Always funny in the Adam Sandler movies. Always. Um, you can do it. Yeah. Brought out more of his Asian side in this movie, yeah, than, than I've seen in any other movie. How about um, how about when he slaps him and he's like, "Do me, do me." You can't handle him, man. Wait, oh, that was Rob Schneider with the short hair. That was Rob Schneider looking dude. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was someone else. I'm like, who is this guy? No, it was Rob. Like, oh my god, he's Filipino. He's a but, master of disguises. Yeah. Why? Yeah. And then it's funny to say, can I get a kiss next? And I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> no, he said slap, so he wanted to kiss, I guess. He's just like, mm. I'm like, <laughs> I thought he said kiss, not slap. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but yeah, it's always nice watching him. And um, I definitely loop, um, especially when it comes to like things that I'm not too sure about. Um, so like say I have an interview or anything like that and I haven't heard back from them or oh, anything Jesus. like that. Those are the worst. Yeah. I'm just like I just go back in my mind, I'm like, should I have said this? Should I have like should I have done this, 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 all that? Or yep. like, oh, should I send them a follow-up email? Should I send them another follow-up email if they haven't answered that one? <laughs> um and then it's just worse, like man. it is. It sucks, especially when they don't say anything. Like, bro. Yeah, give me give me a little something. Anyone that's applied for a job out there, you know exactly what this is. The waiting period between the job and the follow up is terrible. So bad, and you're like, oh, they said they're gonna follow up this week. Week passes. You're like, yep. Uh, I, does that mean I'm not I, in it? Does that? I hate oh, no, that. When they, oh, I hate when they do that. When you like apply for a job or a certain position, and you're just like you wait, and they say, oh, we'll call you back the next day. Mm-hmm. Then, then the day goes by, and you're waiting by your phone. It's like <laughs> any day now. Yep. And it's two weeks later. They finally, you know, they finally decided, like, oh, make up your mind or something like that. At that oh, point in time, you've already accepted yeah. that you're just a piece of fucking trash, and that you I shouldn't know. exist anymore. <laughs> no, yeah, they didn't even like, give me the decency of telling right? me I didn't it's get like, the job. Like. Thanks. Suddenly, you could have said something like when you interviewed me, you could be like, "Oh, by the way, you're not you're not qualified for this job." Huh? They could have said something sooner instead of playing the waiting game. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Happens to all of us, even Selena. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
But yeah, that was especially recently with one of the jobs I applied for and put some time in. I'm just like, y'all ain't even gonna tell me, so I'm gonna follow up on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I already followed up before. This is yep. two weeks after, so I'm just like, probably not gonna get it. But at the same time, I think it's a me personally, a lot of people are just like, well, you should just let it go and move on. But I'm also like, you got nothing well, to lose now. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you burned a bridge. Never had in the first place. True. Um, yeah. And it's just, it's one of those things where um, I, especially me, I just flip and go back and forth with it. And I'm like, all right, I need to tell, the, like, I need them to tell me something. I, I hate not being responded to. That's one of my things, especially if it's something like this, because it's like, okay. I want to be part, but it's like, do I want to be part of a company that won't even give back to me, even yeah. though I put in time and work into something, lost sleep over something yep. that I did for them, and they're not even have like the courtesy of doing yep. that. Yeah, it's so easy to send um, a quick email and be like, "Hey, we're moving on to the next round. I'm sorry." Yeah, even at easy. higher ed, that's how. I mean, you've you've been with me while I've done my higher ed jobs. Yes. They'll keep me on the hook for like six months. They are so bad like i'm I'm interviewing with higher ed too and they're just like yeah this would be like three weeks and then we might get back to you like yeah all right uh well excuse me while i try to feed my hand my family in my shoebox outside in the fucking street i know and then they're like yes this has to go to a committee and then then you might be able to get a in-person interview yeah it's intense man (laughs) It's hilarious. It's hilarious. So, but uh, yeah. If I was your therapist, I would tell you that it's uh, like if you brought that to me, which a lot of people do for jobs, internships, stuff like that, it's valid. So I would just validate that it's cool to be anxious. It's normal to be anxious. If you're getting a little shitty on yourself and down on yourself, completely normal. Most likely it's going to be a little bit of lies, but you know. You're trying to figure out what to do, how to hustle up some different verbiage, what, what can you perfect and change. Right. And you try to make some of those changes, not all of them, because some of them you're going to be like cracked out of your mind, like too anxious. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, you just validate those things. That's a hella real thing that most people on this part probably have dealt with. Rejection. Like, yeah. Rejection. Speaking of rejection, maybe this is our relationship talk time. Okay. <laughs> Maybe let's talk about like being rejected by somebody that you're trying to get with. That's that's also a tough pill to swallow. It is. But at the same time, it's like, how do you respond to that? You know, how do you respond to it? It's like you don't want to be like the guy that goes off on somebody. Oh, God. When my men do that, it's terrible. Hey, look, we've all done it. Yeah. I haven't gone off. I've cut a few people. I've like slowly cut them off. Uh, I've also been friends with a lot of them. Mm. Yeah, it's a tough pill to swallow, but I'm going to swallow it. Combo. (laughs) Celine's like, I don't even know what it means. I don't think he wants to know. Nope. That was a joke, people. Um, Oh, man, rejection. Rejection or failure in anything is tough. Uh, I don't mean, I don't care if you're applying for a sporting event, dance, art, certain classes, right? Internships, jobs. It's always tough. How do you handle it? 
I know that when I was applying for the job at Nebraska to work on their football team uh, mm-hmm. to be their therapist, and you know, I went to the last last interview after nine hours, and I'm right. like, oh, this is it, right? I, they're gonna get to me. I'm all happy and smiling. They're like, yeah, we're going in a different direction, but I just had to yeah. sit there and not cry. Right. My dad's like, you got the job, but I'm up there just crying, and he's like, what? <laughs> so this isn't good tears. I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah. Um, I've never had that type of rejection personally. When it comes to partnerships, mm. um, where I've been that distraught, I've been confused, frustrated, insecure, because like mm. I'm like, what is it? Is it because I'm a big brown dude? Is it just because I'm brown? Is it because I'm a heavier right. set dude? Like, right? I'm looking at my counterparts and wondering about how my body fits compared to my more slender white counterparts. I've had those things. Mm. Um. I think that's where I've gone with a lot of stuff. And I'm still like friends with a lot of my homegirls. I think they haven't been too bad. When I've asked people out and then it's been like, no, I see you as a friend. But I'm like, does this friend ever get lucky? (laughs) Does this friend have happy time? (laughs) Happy time. I'm like, does this friend have any chance of you being so desperate that you'll go out with me on a date? (laughs) So if all the men in the world were dead, you'd you'd go you'd be gay. Oh, oh, fun. okay. Well, and then so, so there is no hope. Like, what if all the women are dead too? Well, then you would, you would just die. Hmm. Okay. Well, I guess there's no chance. See, that's tough for me because I'm go just ahead. like, if you, I don't know any girls that are gonna be like. Like, what the fuck are we going to do as friends? Like, there are, I have a few friends that are girls yep. that I hang out, like, occasionally. But they're not, like, my friends. I wouldn't say, like, they're friends friends. They wouldn't be, like, straight-up homies, yeah. They just, like, yeah, you no, know, like, you might talk to. I will say, one, Sarah from... Yep. She is straight like my sister see and that's where you kind of get it you cannot have like i don't have any type of like sexual feelings towards her at all it's all just like love Love. and family that's about it um and that's tough to get with like other women because they just we just don't hang out enough right and so when they reject me and like, oh yeah, we're just friends. I'm just like, oh, so you ain't gonna talk to me no more. All right, cool. Then let's just end this now. Yeah. Like I'd rather blow it up on my terms than on theirs. That's my thing. I, I'd rather I that. go off on my little tangent and be like, well, fine, then we're done here. Yep, yep. See you later. See you never. Okay, cool. Because then at least it's on my terms and not just like you being like, yeah, I decide when we're going to be friends and when we're not. So, oh, yes. You know, Bye. that's not cool. Yeah. 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 That's not cool. No. Uh, I think the only time I've checked my individuals in my office, men and women, but it's been more to dudes. They'd be like, I'm so I'm nice and I treated mm. her nice. I'm like, OK, but like, she don't owe you anything, brother. Like y'all was friends. You didn't. You didn't do. You didn't go out on any dates. You didn't spend any money. So you don't have a mm-hmm. lot of skin in it. But you just had a lot of good conversations and talks, and you treated them well. This is probably right. how you should treat everyone. Just because you treat someone nice doesn't mean that you own them. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, uh, some of my boys will think that I'm like, that kind of makes you worse than some of the mean guys because you're trying to do the same thing. Just get with them. You're just trying to do it about a manipulation a thing. Yeah, you're right. playing the long game where the other boys might be more shorter and direct. 
But the problem with that, but on the opposite end of it, though, is like you can't just be blunt with women. Oh yeah, you You, just can't. can't, You can't be the super direct because then you're gonna look like very, very few women. Like I'm, I'm lucky enough because I'm with Dom and she. You know, I was. I'm. I'm just a blunt person. That's not what it is. Unless I'm just like trying. Maybe I'm trying to be a friend with to you, and I'm kind of like easing my way into being myself. Yep. But at the same time, when it's a relationship. I'm just being myself. And a lot of women don't like that I have been so blunt. Where I'm just like, we gonna do this or not? Like, what what's the deal here? Jesus. <laughs> what's going on? Let's we doing this or not? No? Okay, cool. Where See do ya. we stand on this thing we call love? <laughs> it's actually bad because one of someone that Dom knows, I actually used to talk to. And it just, she, you know, she was more on the asexual side. And I was just right. like, well, <laughs> delete. Yeah. Well, my, uh, I, I work with so many clients that are ace. And right. that's an interesting one. Uh, uh, are there chances that you can find a partner that is ace? Yes. 100%. But it, it's, it's going to be tough because they might not be on the apps like other people are, this and that. Mm-hmm. Right, it might be harder to find your population when you're in the community or at campus, mm-hmm. at school, because it's not a thing that's really talked about that much. Right. Because there's a lot of uh, social constructs that make us think that we need to be with someone, and thus even my people that are ace will force themselves to be sexually attracted to someone else and be turned right. on uh, and, or, or think that they have a libido for that thing, and then they really don't. But uh, ace, it's an interesting thing, especially amongst the folks that are... Uh, uh, neurodivergent because there's a lot of ace folks amongst our population funny thing that you brought this up because uh i was with a client the other day and you know, i get all the demographics and the paperwork and they said yeah you know my boyfriend i said boyfriend i said oh it's interesting they said why i said your paperwork said that you were ace ace mm-hmm. yeah i'm ace and it's like okay that's awesome so you're ace and your boyfriend's cool with that yeah yeah i don't like like no what are you talking about i'm heterosexual well you, you put it it was the funniest Circle, <laughs> make a circle. It, like it's a, we just went in a circle for like three minutes about sexuality and what it is and what it means. Oh my god! Always um, oh, funny <laughs> as hell. They were so embarrassed, so embarrassed. Uh, great talk. Um, ah, there's there's so many different ways, man, and how this relationship goes and getting rejected and being cool with it, mm-hmm. or not cool with it. I make things so funny and awkward that I can make it fine for me, unless right. it's okay with them. The girls that I asked out, there was no smoke, no skin in the game, right? It was, uh, yeah, you know, it's not like I spent a lot of time, so like I didn't have to be super blown. Like, hey, man, you know, we about to, I likes you, and I want you. I want you. You can do this the easy way. You can do it the hard way. The hard way. Choice is up to you. (laughs) I likes you. I think she's cute. That fucking clip gives me chills every time. We're not going to get into that. No, we're not going to do that. Clip. That's not the video bad. for that. Um, I remember asking one girl on a date in grad school, and I said, hey, all humans got to eat. Oh. Would you mind if you end up being in the same place that I was in, and we both sat down at the same place to eat? Because humans got to eat. And they said, this is one of the funniest things I've read. And they're like, sorry, I'm super busy this week. Maybe, maybe they weren't, but they said we did definitely need to make another time. And then, you know, after that, I was like, 
already shot my whole wad on that text because I never send text. And I'm like, I'm not right. fucking, I'm not responding back to them. But we're still homies yeah. now. Um, That's cool. We still send like videos and memes to each other to this day. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, but I like like that where it's just kind of like it's talking, but it's not like not really a lot of hanging out because it's you know yep. just not the vibes there, nope. um, which is understandable. Um, but, but one yeah, can man. really loop on it. Like you can loop on relationships and get rejected. Oh, I've looped definitely on yep. not relationship wise. Usually. When it's like I'm trying to get attention or something like that, that's when it loops and I'm, it's it's a bad cycle that I used to have. Not as much yeah. anymore, but it's still something where I'm like, yeah, I, I hate going back to that fucking mindset. It sucks. I've seen Salim loop when it comes to women too. Hmm. I know there was this lady he kept, you know, he didn't want to talk about it too much. There's this lady that went to the bus stop or whatever, and I know he kept trying to time it to where he would meet her at the bus stop. No, is that, and every time I go out there and watch, she was always like maybe like creeping up on me or something like that. Oh. Now, uh, Celine said she was creeping on him. No, he kept trying to meet her up there. I'm like, okay, Celine got a little girl now. Okay, uh, now. Trying to flip it. Flip it. <laughs> uh, but Celine would do that stuff too back in the day, man, where he'd be talking about the girl. This happened, this might not happen. We're going to go to this date. Uh, so there's good looping, there's bad looping. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like when we get like a negative response or a negative thing, something goes sideways, that's when we start to negative loop. Right. Uh, like someone tries to say, some girl tries to, you try to meet her somewhere, she sends you a text and I relate it, like, oops, I can't make it or something like that. I'm like, you should have sent me this text like a couple hours ago. Why would you send it to me exactly an hour later when I'm already at the spot and you're not? That's the whole point. That well, can start a get. whole loop and chain reactions well, yeah, you're, for humans. You're already you're in the place, but she texts you an hour later saying, "Oh, I'm not going to make it." Like, what the fuck? You got ditched. <clears throat> I'm already here. Wait, 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 why am I going to? Why yeah. do I got to wait? I don't want to wait. Also, definitely sent that text out a few times. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to meet her <laughs> yeah it's like okay I don't think I've been in too many positions where I've ditched someone I, well it wasn't a ditch it was just like you know and eh, never mind yeah uh-huh. <laughs> yeah you know my lazy ass I don't say I'm going out unless I'm going out true I ain't yeah, true. oh man looping relationships can cause it man oh you want to see some people loop Hmm. is after breakups like and not like a month breakup like two three years seven seven years the things that can happen to a human where they loop and they think about the love the loss especially if they start as like best friends or their best friends and they're dating and then you break up because like things happen mental health moving away like things happen and that's probably the worst i've ever seen is when your best friends and your date that's like that's your person Cause now you now you're like kind of alone because you didn't really have a friend group because they were your best friend, right? Bro, those ones are the worst. Devastating. It takes a long time to get out of it because now you got to start talking to your old friends, making new friends, healing, right. and then possibly starting to date after a while. A lot of tears with my and I've I've had it with all genders. 
Right. Long relationships after they end can be a lot. I've had it where my students, clients, they'll dream about the person because they're so used to being with them. So they'll just pop up in their head just where they're just eating or just chilling on the couch with their cat. Like, yeah, it'll be the most basic things. And then they'll come to my office and they'll just cry. Like I had another dream again. Mm-hmm. I remember one of my athletes, one of my star athletes was like, they had gotten broken up with, or they broke up from their partner from a while. And they kept dreaming that they were in the stands watching them. Oh, wow. And like supporting them and stuff like that, like in a good way. And then they would like wake up and they're like, oh, they're not there. Right. And this would be like years later sometimes. Um, wow. It happens. Uh, so there's ways to like stop that from happening. I'm also like, it's not a big deal. You love them. You had a lot of good times together. It makes sense why your brain is looping. Right. Yeah, if we're talking about that, also there's the looping when it comes to trauma, PTSD. There's a lot of yeah. looping in that shit sometimes. Yeah. The circle scene especially, is... Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, it's just, especially like one of my friends, she's just... She hits like a low and then she starts like abusing drugs and alcohol right afterwards. Yeah, it happens all the time. And it's Circle. just and then she has like she's somewhat bipolar too. Yep. And so that when she like hits her fucking lows, it really hits and then she's back on to doing, you know, all that stuff. And it's just it's sad to see. Sad to yep. see a lot. Had to have a few talks with her while, you know, because sometimes she gets suicidal. Yep. Gets those thoughts in her head. And it's it's very tough to, you know talk about because it's like i've never really had those thoughts before um and but you know just try to be as supportive as you can and tell her like you ain't doing shit i'll fucking come over there and (laughs) sit with you if i have to i don't give a fuck all that shit but yeah um i think that like you said it's just having those um, those really down times can really get you to loop, especially in really bad, unhealthy behavior. Yep. And then, like, you, let's say your friend, it could be like a couple small things that add up, but then it, right. it and then that feels like a really heavy thing. Mm-hmm. But now you're really depressed. Now you're not going to work. Now you're not showering. And then to dissociate, to get away from it all, then you'll lean on the drugs or alcohol to get out of that mood because you just don't right. want to deal with reality. And I I feel weird saying this, but like I I understand like I don't understand it, but I it makes sense. Like right. if if this world is so bad for you to take an hour or two to dissociate, I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not healthy, but I get it. Uh, it's a tough circle, man, because then you end up going down that path of dissociating all the time, right. and now you're just running from your issues, and then it just gets worse and worse and worse, and now you don't have a job. Uh, yep. Exactly. It's tough. And then you add the bipolar stuff on it. So that's intense. Uh, I got a couple humans. It's been weird this semester. I've actually had a, a large increase uh, of women mm-hmm. coming in with OCD, like a really high clip at a high rate. And so we've been working on obviously medication for OCD, but there's just a lot of looping. And humans mm-hmm. are coming in like, man, I mean, I got these germs or people are sitting and touching and moving the stuff in my room. And like, I can't deal with it. I've got it where people are counting or twitching, right. Or looking back at things, Tourette's. Um, I've also seen 
where people are having intrusive thoughts and then they're obsessing about it. So that's part of OCD is like they'll obsess about their boyfriend leaving them or their girlfriend leaving them. And they're not going anywhere, but the insecurity goes, the anxiety goes, and they loop, they loop, they loop. And it makes them crazy. And mm. that's going to push their partner away, but it's just part of the anxiety. They'll mm. also have like intrusive thoughts about hurting themselves, mm-hmm. hurting others. They're not going to do it, but the intrusive thought comes in, then they loop, and they loop. Uh, I've had it where my humans are overly sexualizing other people. Uh, sometimes it could be younger folk that the intrusive thought and the obsession goes towards. They're not going to touch anyone like that but the obsession goes and then they loop and they loop and then they hate themselves. And so before they do anything to anyone else, they're like, I'm going to have to kill myself or hospitalize myself because I don't want to do any of these things, even though they know they're not going to do it. Right. Dude, it is so scary to see someone's mind turn on them. Mm-hmm. A human came to me the other day. Mm-hmm. I smile. Cause uh, they said some stuff. I'm like, yep. Yeah, heard that one before you're normal. And they're like, what? Mm-hmm. Oh, no one understands me. I'm fucking crazy. Don't you know that? I'm like, no, you're not crazy. You're not. You need medicine because you have OCD. You're not going to hurt anyone. You're not going to cheat on your partner. Your partner's not cheating on you. Like, you're fine. Mm-hmm. You're, not, you're not fine? Well, you're, you're like, you're fine. Right. And they just started sobbing. Dude, like, full-on sobbing. I'm like, homie, you're good. Like, you are not fucking crazy. But all the looping and all the circling and I don't I mean, we're going to take care of it. Um, It's amazing to see when people loop like this, that they're literally just a couple individuals away from feeling heard and understood. And then they don't feel as crazy. Mm -hmm. Sometimes like looping, just talking about it will help you get out of the fucking loop itself. So that's why we were talking about the Shame, like your friend, definitely loops and goes down that shame spiral, the depression spiral, the suicidal spiral. I deal with that all the time. Talking or writing things out to get you out of there. Cognitive behavioral therapy to get you out of that mindset to like contradict, contradict, yeah, the the horrible shit that you're saying to yourself. It's hard to do, but you Mm -hmm. can do it. You're Mm -hmm. not going to be able to do it if the shit's in your head. Mm -hmm. If you're screaming to yourself, I'm a piece of shit, it's going to be hard to scream to yourself like, you're actually a kind person. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. And they never want to hear that. They never yeah. want to hear that stuff, ever. It's hard because, mm-hmm. let me tell you, it took me a while to figure this out. So when you tell someone that, like, legit hates themselves or, you know, thinks that they hate themselves, and you tell them, hey, man, you're actually good people, you're loved, respected, mm-hmm. you're intelligent, you're beautiful, that technically invalidates the way they feel about themselves. The way they feel about themselves right. is trash. So when you invalidate mm-hmm. someone, it makes them feel worse. Right. So now they can't trust their gut because their gut says I'm trash. It's like this, it's weird psychology for the folks that are listening in case you got lost in it. Mm-hmm. You have to be very careful on how you give affirmations and validations. Um, mm-hmm. I had a client the other day say, my boyfriend doesn't know how to help me. And... You know, he tells me to be, it's going to be fine and okay. And I get mad at him. But when my mom tells me it's going to be fine and okay, I love her for it. So what works? He said the other day, he's just like, I love you. And I was like, did that mm-hmm. work? She's like, it actually fucking did. I couldn't believe it. It's like, okay, tell him to never say that it's going to be okay ever again. Just sit with you, say, I love you. And I'm here. Done. Yeah. Yeah. That's what she needed. That and, to, you know, some of my humans like that physical contact. 
Right, you touch me, I'm gonna be like, what the hell? Yeah, what the hell happened? You gonna wake up like Ahsoka in the reels that you put on TikTok? How long was I sleeping? How long was I out? Yeah, you getting up faster? Did you drug me? Oh damn, Salim! That's what people do nowadays when they when they when they're knocked out. People are just like, "Did you drug me or something?" It is true. I want you to be like, Salim, name your favorite circle objects. So as we close out and have some fun, we're all going to name our favorite circle objects. (laughs) (laughs) Or you could do the game, is it a fruit or vegetable? Oh my God. (laughs) What vegetables? Circle. (laughs) What vegetables is in a circle? Vegetables in a circle. What? what the hell? What vegetables? What vegetables are circles? Okay, so let's Spence, set up you got this. Some let's set up this question. Hold on. Let's Can set this up. Not do so, one in pass. Nope. You gotta do one. So we right. gotta do it. All right, Salim, you're gonna go first. Nah, second. I'll go last. Uh, okay. What is your favorite circle <laughs> object? Yeah, my favorite. <laughs> My favorite circle. I don't know. I don't have a favorite circle object. Anything, man. It could be just a circle. It could be a smiley face. Could be what a, a tomato. How about an orange? Orange? All right. An orange. Or a cutie. All right. Huh? A cutie? The, the cuties are uh, the tangerines. The clementines oh, yeah. that you like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you're just a cutie. Okay. Slim goes orange. Okay, man. I'm going to say the most circular thing that I've seen lately is our fucking logo. Like, I stare at the thing all the time because all the stuff that we do. So I'm going to go with the thing that's burned in my head is the smiley face, but it's not a smiley face of Different Spectrums Podcast. Look at that. Very nice. Um, For me, it'd probably be... And with that, (laughs) this has been... Did you just say it? Wait, did he just say it? <laughs> yeah. All right. So, it's, it's something you put on a roach and you ride the roach oh, down the street. You're so <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. So, <laughs> with that, uh, thank you for watching, everybody. Please hit that subscribe button. Take a sticker. Hit the subscribe. Um, circle that boy. Subscribe. Hit the like. Hit the share button. Make sure to tell people about this podcast because they're going to want to watch it. They're going to want to watch it. All right, everyone. Yeah. Much love. We're out of here. Yes. Thank you. I'm Spencer. That's Nazir. That's Salim. This has been the Different Spectrums podcast. Bye. 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 Bye.